0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Ministry Staff Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Giddens. This is the podcast for anybody who volunteers, serves, or works in any type of ministry, whether it's a church or it's a a, a missions organization, evangelistic association, anything like that. If you serve or volunteer anywhere in ministry, this is the podcast you want to be listening to. Today, we've got number three in our series, Lines You Can't Cross. Number three, and here's the title. Here's a line you can't cross. Allowing wrong thoughts about your leadership. Allowing yourself to think, dwell, and meditate on wrong thoughts. Let me tell you, those wrong thoughts are going to come. If you leave them and let them persist in your mind, it's going to begin to work against you and eventually even defeat you in ministry, period. And it's and those thoughts come because you know it's easy to misinterpret what you don't understand. And there's some things about leadership you will not understand. Because not only do you not hear the voice of God that's going on inside of their heart, but there is a divine grace on them to do and manage and make some decisions a certain way, and you won't always understand that. And so sometimes that can lead us to misinterpret and then misjudge our leadership's decision. Listen, serving in ministry is not always easy. Many There are many moments as we serve in ministry uh, that seem confusing, annoying. Uh, that, that make us question our leadership, question their heart, their ability to lead, a question their spirituality. Are they even walking in Jesus today? Question their motives or even call into question whether they're even capable of leading or not. Listen, if you serve under someone, that someone's not perfect and those moments will come. Those thoughts will come into your mind. If you leave them in place, Man, it could be a real detriment. And we'll, and we'll get into why. And, and let me answer some questions for you about leaders. They do things that are wrong. There are sometimes when their heart is wrong. There are sometimes when their motives are bad. There are sometimes when they're not acting by faith, they're acting out of fear. There are sometimes when they have misinterpreted the situation. And there are sometimes when they are leading poorly. Why? Because no one's perfect. And if you try to apply the perfect filter to them, well, you're going to need to turn that filter back on yourself because you're not perfect either. And you don't want to be perfect. One of the things I learned, if I will sow mercy into my leadership's life, I will reap it when it's time for me to reap some mercy because of some foolish things I have done. But anyway, that, that that's a different podcast. Listen, the key is this. Your leaders are going to act sometimes or, or, or you're going to interpret. Let me just say sometimes we think our leaders are acting wrong. Sometimes we're just really misinterpreting what's going on. It's actually they're doing it completely right. We just don't understand it. So sometimes there are some, there's some situations that will come up where your leadership is going to do something you don't like. And the thought is going to begin to come in your head. And this thought is what it is. It's a very dangerous thought. And here it is. I can do it better than them. I can do this better than they can. Hmm. That one thought, that one simple thought is the first step. It's just the first. It's a small, but it is a step towards rebellion against God. And here's why I'm going to go through it. I'm going to show you some scriptures. I'm going to show you why. Listen, nothing in your mind is fruitless. Nothing you allow in your mind is fruitless. Everything you think on influences your life because thoughts are possibilities. Is my leader right? Is my leader wrong and I'm right? Is it possible that I can see what my leader doesn't? Well, let me answer the question. The question is yes, sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes you are right. Sometimes they are wrong. Sometimes you are seeing things that they don't see. But let me throw this out there. So what? So what if they're in the wrong? (laughs) Now, listen, that's a hard thing to swallow. So what if your leader's in the wrong? Now, I, I'm not talking about some crazy, abusive leader that's saying, hey, let's smoke some weed and maybe commit adultery together. That's, that's wrong. Leave that leadership, leave that ministry, get as far away as you can, and, and, and don't even look back. That's not what I'm talking about. But in the normal course of ministry, as servants and followers, it is a, a great temptation to misinterpret our leadership's decisions. Or misjudge their motives. We should not even be judging their motives, y'all. That's wrong. We're saying, my leader is making this decision just for this reason, and that reason's wrong. Listen, you actually don't know their heart. I've said this before on previous podcasts leadership, God is doing much as much through leaders as He is doing to leaders. Leadership is not easy. And your leader is growing by leading just as much as you're growing by following. Okay, it, 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 it's, don't, don't get that wrong. You, we sometimes, we say, if anybody has a leadership role, they should be perfect. Well, this is the deal. You grow into who you are. You're not born that way. None of you were born six feet tall, you know, 180 pounds with mathematical formulas and the ability to write and think and drive a car. You grew that way over time. Your leaders are growing too. If they're good leaders, they are. God's working on their heart. And let me tell you something, as a leader who has been a leader who has done things wrong, I'm talking about myself now, I have found that God will work on a leader's heart and give them a chance, a merciful time period to accept correction and become a better leader. Sometimes during that time period, the followers, those who serve under them, have to carry a little extra load. And there's nothing wrong with that. You may see that your leader's in the wrong, and I'm telling you right now, so what? They are God's leaders, not yours. I'm I'm sorry, they are your leaders. They are God's servant. They report to someone else. And if they're the top person in the ministry, they report to God. But this is the deal. We don't go correct our leaders. They'll correct us, but God will deal with them. You leave that to God. And that's one of those thought processes that gets into our heart and really makes us start looking at things wrong. And let, and let me let me, let me me put this out there so we understand this, what I mean by thought process. A thought, let's see, you know, my leader does something. I go, man, they're not doing that right. They're about to have that, you know, this or they're going that direction. And, that man, that's just a poor way. That's not going to work out. I watch it. Maybe it doesn't work out like I thought. And this is the process that comes, I could have done it better. I, I, You know what? I have more wisdom than they do. I have more understanding than they do. But you know why the question, so what, comes into play? Because you weren't called. God did not put you in that position. And it's easy for us to say, well, God didn't put them in that permission. Listen. position, not permission. (laughs) God didn't put them in that position. So they were appointed by the youth pastor or they were appointed by the, you know, the shipping manager or by the business manager into that position. Yeah, but somebody appointed them. Listen, you serve in a ministry. When it's done right, it follows the heart of God and it comes down from the top leader down. If the leader appointed the business manager and the business manager appointed this person over uh, the shipping department or this person over the graphic design department, then that person is appointed by God. And rebelling against that is dangerous. And rebellion starts with a thought process that goes unchecked. We call that thought process meditation. And this is the deal. You allow thought to persist in your mind. You run it over and over again. You think about it. You, you run the process in your head. You look at the same idea from different angles, how you could have done it, how you would have said it better, how they're wrong, what they must be thinking because they're wrong, all this. This is called meditation. Meditation is that mental process we go through to change concepts into conclusions. It's how we change an idea into a purpose we intend to act on or live by. And we love it when it comes to the word of God. We we get a scripture and we begin to meditate on it. And after a few days, uh, man, it just really changes the way we see God in that aspect. But the exact same thing works in sin. You meditate on a situation, something somebody said, and pretty soon you've come to the conclusion that unforgiveness is now your new action. You see, it, it can it can harm or help you. But listen to what the Bible says because, see, this is what settles the issue. And and I hate to have to say it, but so many people in ministry live by their emotions and not by the Word of God. They live by how they feel, and they judge a the situation based on how they feel personally about it instead of by the Word of God. And this is what the Bible, the absolute truth says about authority. Romans chapter 13, verse 1 and 2. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which is from God, Er, or I'm sorry, except that which God has established. The authority that exists have been established by God. Let me repeat that because it wasn't hard to interpret, but you just need to hear it. The authorities that exist have been established by God. God. That is Romans chapter 13, verse 1. Verse 2, consequently, whoever rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. You see, just because a leader is wrong doesn't mean you have the right to rebel. God said anyone who acts that way will face their own consequences. So, yeah, maybe your leader isn't perfect. Maybe you did see something that they didn't. So what? Does that give you the right to dishonor them in thought and eventually in actions? Because if that thought persists in your mind, if you leave it in place, it will grow. See, a thought may come, and if you don't reject it, it becomes a seed. The seed's going to produce a fruit. That's how that works. It always works that way. Now, let me let me read something uh, or or let me let me bring this out. God set authority in a place. We know that. And God speaks and he teaches and he displays his wisdom and who he is through leadership that he put into place. He did this all through the Bible. Moses, King David, Jesus, the apostles, the five-fold ministry, Romans chapter 12 when it talks about spiritual gifts, I mean, there's all types of areas where we see certain people having certain gifts that make them able to help others grow in certain areas and through certain ways. And there's nothing wrong with that. No person has everything. And so some people are better at this. Some people are better at that. And your leader is one of those people. But besides that, there is a divine grace on their life to do their job. So many people, oh my goodness, so many people miss this. You look at your leader and you think they don't know what they're doing. Why are they? Do, they, they, they and you begin to judge, but you just don't. You don't understand this concept. God, who places a leader into place, He puts a grace on them. It is a divine empowerment from heaven. And you say they're not even smart enough to lead that area of ministry. They may not, but you will find them getting things right because God is doing it through them. Listen, when you rebel against leadership, you're just saying this, I don't have faith in God. All right, I I, I, want to read this scripture real quick. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 through 13. Uh, apostle Paul is speaking here. He says, and he being Jesus gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ of which, uh, and that's what you are till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of son of God, of the son of God unto a perfect man. Unto the the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. Listen, there are people in the body of Christ, different gifts, different graces that are building us all up. Some preach, some can teach, some lead music, but some can run sound and every piece is important. If you start judging every piece, you reject a part of the process God is building his own church through. Therefore, you reject him. Rejecting leadership is being faithless towards God. This is what you're saying. God simply doesn't have enough wisdom to lead my life correctly. His decision to put that leader in his place is wrong. Therefore, I reject it. And therefore, I reject God. That's it. That's the bottom line. When you reject leadership, you reject God. You're saying, God doesn't know what he's doing. And this is what that means. See, the opposite is also true. What you're saying is this, if you reject God, what you're saying when you reject God is this, I know better than God. And there's where the real danger begins to come in. Just because you don't like a concept from a leader or the direction they're wanting you to go or the tone of voice they're using does not give you the right to reject the leader without consequences. It doesn't give you the right to reject the leader at all, but especially not. See, that's what people who rebel, they think their life is going to go better because of their rebellion, not worse. But that's not true. Romans chapter 13, verse 2 tells you that. And those who do so, who reject leadership, will bring judgment on themselves. Listen, I know Working and serving under leadership is hard sometimes because none of us are perfect. I am a leader. I have done it wrong many, many times. And I've, t- and I've talked about it in, in previous podcasts. Serving a leader, no matter what, will change and build up your life. One of the lines we cannot cross as servants is allowing the thought process of rejecting and dishonoring our leader To persist in our minds because it will become how we actually live and act. One of the lines you cannot cross is to allow wrong thoughts about your leadership. Settle it in your mind right now. They're not perfect, but that's not why you serve. You serve unto God as if you were serving God. God put the authority in the place. He's doing a work in the body of Christ. He's building the church up. He's growing you so people can reach out and and, and bring others into the kingdom and and break the power of darkness off of other people's lives. God is doing a thing. He's doing it with imperfect people. Don't become one of them. Don't add to the problem. Honor God's word by honoring your leader, and God will change your life. He'll absolutely do it. Don't be arrogant. I mean, come on, y'all. Don't be arrogant saying, I know better than God. Because this is what happened. When you close yourself off from a leader, you close yourself off from growth. See, in order to grow, you got to take information in. You got to learn how to be better from somewhere. You weren't born with the ability to drive a vehicle, but you can probably drive one now. You weren't born with the ability to talk, but you can now. You learned it from somewhere. If you reject your leader, you're saying this, no one that doesn't think like me is allowed to influence my life. And that is how you stop growing. But that's not where you stop. That's how you stop growing, but you start the process of rebellion. And soon you'll be one of those weird flaky Christians or bitter Christians who's out doing their own thing in ministry and in really having any fruit. And eventually you'll be out of ministry altogether and away from God. We don't want that. Your ministry doesn't want that. And let me tell you, you don't want that. So here's how you solve that. Don't allow wrong thoughts to persist. And you say, Chad, man, I'm struggling with some wrong thoughts about my leader. I think my leader is, is a crazy person what do I do today? Here's what you do. First of all, you've got to begin to put the right stuff into your heart. You need to feed yourself on the word of God. And that doesn't mean just all of the word of God is powerful. All of it's real. All of it will change your life. But if you're struggling, here's what you can do. Start in Romans and read all the way to the book of Jude. There is, that's where the, the, the concepts of how we are to live, act, pray, think, that's where they're found. In those books, those those letters to the churches, read those, study them. First of all, get that good stuff in. Second of all, and I say this pretty much every podcast because it's a key. It is a key. Begin to pray for your leaders and begin to ask God to show you what you need to be doing different. God absolutely wants to show you how to make it better. He absolutely wants to show you how to change and he wants to empower you. And even if I have found this in the case in my life, even if I don't understand the change I need to make because I'm praying, because I'm putting the word in, I'm doing everything I know to do, I begin to see myself change without even understanding it. I have seen that multiple times because as you pray, as you put the word in and say, I'm going to change this process, that's called faith. Faith will build. Faith will work. Faith will change you. That grace will come upon you and empower you to be a different person. Listen, you can do it. And it's so much better to work in an environment where you respect your leader, no matter what. Oh, my goodness, it's better. I've been on both sides. I've done it wrong. And I'm telling you, it's so much better to do it right. Amen. Listen, that's all the time we got for the podcast today. We got one more in this series, Lines You Can't Cross, one more coming up. Don't miss it. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, uh, let, let us know. Send us an email. Hit us up on Facebook. E- either way, ministrystaffpodcast.com. You can go there and, and, and uh, just send us a message to the website, or you can email me directly, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Shoot me a, uh, an email. And let me know. And uh, we'll talk to you next time.